and welcome back to Creativity and Chaos, a 1L2N podcast. I need a verb ending in ING. Verbing. Sadding. Oh, we're all supposed to say it together. I need a noun. Noun. No. Oh, that's a good one. The Washington Monument. I need an adjective. Description. Um, that's a noun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a um. scientist, not an English professor. <laughs> Longingly. I need a noun. Washington Monument. <laughs> I mean, technically, Washington could be one. Monument could be the other. Oh, yeah. Washington's a person. Monument is a place. I need a verb. Need. Amy hates me. <laughs> I, I need a color. Brown. Fluorescent brown. 17. <laughs> I need a noun. Don't make me say it. Place. 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 There you go. This is going to be by far the worst intro ever. I need a place. Don't say Washington Monument. Or Washington Memorial. (laughs) Washington, D.C. Yeah. There we are. I need a thing. Washington State. Doohickey. Um, A pencil sharpener. Pencil sharpener. Yeah. That's a good one. And I need a noun. Jolly Rancher. I'm Amy, and I'm saddening the Washington Monument. I'm joined by Longingly Washington Monument today. (laughs) Missy, who (laughs) likes to knead fluorescent brown place. Mike, who went to Washington, D.C. and only brought back a pencil sharpener. And Tommy, who is actually a Jolly Rancher. We're a family of creatives going through the story writing process, and we're bringing you along for the ride. Now that... That was a good Quite the disappointing Mad Lib, Amy. Try harder. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I heard Washington first Monument all, twice and I chuckled. So <laughs> first of all, I'm only as good as the content I am given. So y'all have only yourselves to blame. As my boss likes to say, junk in, junk out. And you were all junk. Thank no, you. No, the words we gave you were junk. You're, you're saying difference. that we have to blame ourselves for this, but you're not saying that you have any part in this. You knew exactly what would happen when we started. I <laughs> honestly thought knew? it was going to be like poop <laughs> or something. That is the first word that came to my mind when you said ING. I said pooping. <laughs> That's what I thought, but I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> I feel like we should do another Mad Lib, but I haven't. Actually, I haven't prepared. I haven't. Again, Amy, you're failing. Amy, but it was just for the intro. Uh, do you uh, remember how Mad Libs were like the peak of comedy when you were a young kid? Um, Nothing could I have been bought funnier. Everyone Mad Libs for the last holiday, and we did them. I think, yeah, but, I think I mean, the last few holidays. To be I, honest, I mean, truly, when you were. When you were young and you were in school and you did a Mad Lib and the class was like That's roaring true. because somebody put in pineapple <laughs> instead of like. I was like, it was more innocent word. times. Yeah. You know? Now that's like Mad Libs is the basis of Gen Z humor. That's what it is. Mm. It's just chaos. Do you guys want to do a pirate's Mad Lib? Absolutely. Or a pirate's Mad Lib. Oh, <laughs> oh this is a okay. tough choice. I, I would didn't... like. Both. I didn't know that I had two. All right, fine. We're doing a Mad Lib. Let's be that's fair. One this... of them probably came from me. No, they both came from you. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> I need an adjective. Two. I need two adjectives. Catning. Like that person was catning around the litter box. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, the listeners are going to be like, Mike doesn't know what an adjective is. All I'm thinking about is catning. Stinky. Stinky? Yeah. Catnick. Stinky. Noun. 
Say it, Tommy. Say it. Washington Monument. (laughs) (laughs) A person in the room that's male. Tommy, clearly the only choice. Thank you. Color. Pube green. Oh, yeah, we were going for the same thing. (laughs) A person in the room that's female. Tommy. A noun. Two nouns, actually. Sand dunes. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) You sounded so confident without being confident at all. Okay, now I need a plural noun. Uh, Sands. (laughs) No, somebody else. Deers. I'm just going to give you all the wrong plural S's. A part of the body. Weenus. (laughs) Tommy's literally just like, first thing off my mind. (laughs) A noun. I'm okay, I see you. That's why. Toenail. (laughs) Part of the body. The eyelid. Oh, yeah. Noun. Lynn Ryder. A verb ending in I-N-G. Go for it, Tommy. You know you want to. Pooping. I gotta stop. You can't let me speak. Noun. You're the first one that's speaking, so shut your face. Banana. <laughs> Aw. Adjective. Cat-like. Cat-like. <laughs> Again, Mike doesn't know what adjectives are. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Cat-like. <laughs> Uh-oh. Amy's breaking. It's so stupid. This is what you wanted. Thank you, Missy. Oh, I'm entertained. Thank you. Uh, Okay, I need a plural noun. Teardrops. There you go. Adjective, Mike. Um. No. Somebody else. Fuzzy. No. Fuzzy. Fuzzy. That's really old Mike would go. Still kind of Catholic. <laughs> Plural down. 4K TVs. <laughs> no 4K TVs. <laughs> Another plural noun. Corduroys. How do you spell corduroys, Amy? By the end of this, she ain't even going to know what the <laughs> word is. Corduroys. <laughs> K-O. Adjective. Michael, this is the one you're in charge of. Oh, me? <laughs> um... It's uh, gonna be like smitely succulent. Oh, oh my! Ooh. Oh my! That's excellent. <laughs> Final plural noun: black succulents. <laughs> no, got the first. Succulent black, black holes. holes. <laughs> Can't add an adjective when there's a plural <laughs> noun. So this one is called pirate makeover. Uh oh. So you want to be <laughs> a fierce? We we having problems already. These are technical difficulties. <laughs> we need to get a beep. <laughs> stand by for so you, so you want to be a fierce and catting pirate captain? Yeah. First, you, you need a stinky sounding pirate name, such as. Why, <laughs> so Why are you laughing? The, the Mad Lib still gets someone, I guess. Remember when I said it was peak childhood? Humor. We know where Amy's brain is yeah. at. <laughs> Fun fact: We never grew up. Yeah, so. both of them are in first grade, like banging on their desk. Yay! <laughs> okay, they said stinky. First, you'll need a stinky-sounding pirate name, such as Washington Monument Tommy or Puke <laughs> Puke Green Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> You'll need a a mascot, too, like a pet sand or even a dune on your shoulder that says, I, matey, and shiver me beers. Then you'll need to get a peg weenus. (laughs) Oh, 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 my. Oh, my. I'm sorry, listeners. (laughs) 
know, a peg elbow could be great. You no longer have to worry about bumping into exactly. Stuff. Put a steer on your toenail, or wear a oh, oh, wear a patch over your eyelid. And every pirate captain needs a name for the his or her ship. Your vessel can be called the dreaded Flynn Rider. That's pretty good. Or <laughs> the pooping banana. <laughs> <laughs> That's not as good. Not so good. <laughs> That's Tommy's ship for sure. <laughs> yep. 100%. Set sail on the pooping banana. You can get all your cat-like friends together <laughs> to raise the teardrops, swab the fuzzy 4K TVs, and hoist the skull and crossbone corduroys. I, I knew it. I knew it. Just <laughs> like, what is that? Uh, I was like, what is it? What did I write? I can't see through my tears, to be honest. <laughs> uh, now you're ready to sail the succulent seas looking for buried black holes. <sighs> I can't. We're not doing that again. <laughs> Some of that works. I think that was pretty good. Oh, man. I think that was excellent. That was really fun. I just don't know how auditorially fun that will be. <laughs> <laughs> Well, only one way to find out. I'm going to predict oh. our editor is going to die laughing editing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be uh, chuckling in the background like, what's happening? Lots of teas. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to try new things to see if they work for the podcast. And I feel like doing an exercise like this is always worth it. No, we got catening as an adjective and cat-like <laughs> as an adjective. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I mean, in the first the... one, I gave you sadding, which isn't a verb, and you went with it anyway. Well, no one was saying anything else. I'm telling you, next time I play Sea of Thieves, my ship names the Poop and Banana, and there's <laughs> nothing that can stop me, because that's stupid. Do you get to name your ships in Stellaris? Oh, yeah, I guess you do. <laughs> I guess... There you go. <laughs> uh... I'm tired. I think that was a good podcast. I think we're good for today. <laughs> Imagine if we release this. Unedited. 10 minutes of two Mad Libs. <laughs> That's it. And he's like, I'm calling it there. Hey, you know, they got about 17 minutes out of this. So <laughs> I was editing the podcast that Liam and I did by ourselves. The Hello and Yo episode. It's out now. So go listen to it. Hello if you want to listen and to Yo. It. Oh, yeah. my God. Where the Hello and Yo. Mike came up with that one. He's a genius. And he's cute. He's cute. And I was editing it, and it, Liam and I were talking about zoos for like 20 minutes for no reason. <laughs> I was like, this is not funny. Like, we were very invested. It was a very serious chat about zoos. And I just cut all of it because it was so boring. I'm like, why? Why did we talk about zoos for so long? And subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content of cut episodes, including <laughs> 20 minutes of zoos. <laughs> Is that what you want to pay money for? I mean, sure. Don't even get me started on the weather conversation between Liam and Tommy. Oh, my gosh. That was the greatest conversation. I remember it, too. Even as someone who can view boring conversations as that funny, that was the most boring conversation I've ever had with anyone. And it was great. It was great. I felt old in that moment. I think I cut it from like a half an hour down to like 14 minutes or something. I'm surprised you even kept in any of it. We actually had some very good points, which is why I kept it in. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. Surprising. Lies. All lies. All lies.
You know, you could have regular, well, not regular, but periodic bits that go on Patreon that, like, just call it cutting room floor, and it's just stuff cut out of, and then say this episode. <laughs> and occasionally, we'll just mention the name of somebody we've murdered. <laughs> Lynn Ryder. <laughs> Subscribe <laughs> to find out who it was. <laughs> what? Oh, Mikey. The, Disney's not listening anymore, because Liam's not here, so it's fine. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Besides, if anyone has a body count, it's probably Disney. Hot takes. Now they're mm. listening again, Missy. God, why would you do that? Body count at Disney? You said their name three times. Oh, no. <laughs> because, Amy, sometimes bad publicity is better than no publicity. More people are listening. Even if they're listening to monitor us, still gets our listenership count up. Dear Google employee listening to this podcast, did you also think that the pooping banana ship name was funny? Let us know. Subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> Here's a real you easy have the way money. to tell if Disney's listening to us. I have made 7,000 Mickey Mouse comics and I have sold them for $10 each. And they're all out there oh and you can't stop me. I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> And it's with the Disney <laughs> trademark logo all over it. Yeah. Except you somehow worked your name into their logo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I said reproduced under the permission of Disney Corp or whatever. Walt Disney himself gave me permission. Yeah. <laughs> I knew him. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the title of the podcast. Walt Disney himself <laughs> gave me permission. That is a good title, actually. <laughs> All right, Missy, I have, I have a, a question relating to you uh -oh. sending Liam uh, okay. letters specifically. Do okay. these have to be handwritten? No, you can print them and, and type them and print them out. Perfect. That's what I've been doing. Is Tom, because, well, I Tommy's going to make ASCII now. art. I have three. <laughs> I have, well, I, I did, did they read them ahead of time? I just give it straight to Liam. I think they just give them straight to him because if it's coming in letter form, like obviously it gets the, the letter Skin. package itself gets scanned, yeah. but now he has his anthrax vaccine. It's all good. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have three. <laughs> I have three things that I'm going to do for Liam. If we can send out three letters. I don't know if that's the case, but if we can, I got three letters. You can send him out a letter every single day. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. Are you going to explain I your am. ideas? I am going to explain them. So I'm uh. going to watch just some meme on Instagram. And because uh -huh. Liam and I send memes back and forth, and then I'm going to mm -hmm. go to great lengths to describe everything that happens in this meme, <laughs> and I'm going to send it to him via letter form because I think that'd be funny. He's going to be my like, second Guess that meme. mentally wrecked and tired from 12,000 push ups. <laughs> and he's like uh -huh. reading your letter, going, Why? Why? I need, I need encouragement, and you're describing memes. Am I a joke to you? This is, this is exactly. What Liam needs, trust me. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Then I'm in the smallest print possible because I want to get it in as few letters as possible. I want to send Liam the entirety of the B movie script because that would be funny. Okay. Why the B movie? <laughs> I mean, it is a, it is a meme. And imagine, imagine he could then he could have the movie in the palm of his hands. Tommy. Yeah. I got a better idea. Whoa, I have a third I'm gonna idea. I'm going to amend this. I'm going to, well, you're for your second, for your B movie. Okay. What you should do is you should send him part of the B movie script, and then the next letter should be part of 
the Shrek script and then go back and <laughs> forth until he has both scripts. <laughs> that is a great idea. <laughs> that is a great idea. Okay, so Amendment on the second one. We're getting a little crazy with it. Third one, I'm just taking, it's a lot of work for me. Liam is has it easy, obviously, and it's hard for me. <laughs> yeah, so you're the one doing all hard the work. The third one is going to be real simple. It's just going to be sideways in the biggest font I can possibly find. And it's just going to be poop. That's all it's going to be. <laughs> Just, just and then poop. love Tommy. That's yeah, bottom. love Tommy. It's probably actually going to be signed love Tommy. And then maybe somewhere there'll be like a little poop emoji and a fly. Because I think that's going to open funny. up these letters and then like find the closest place to destroy them as quickly as possible. Yup. I can't, I can't let any of my, my fellow recruits know. But now we know that when I send them to Liam, it, this is written in stone. We have it in recording that this is what I'm going to do. Okay. There you go. So we can figure out whether or not he opened it or whether he's going to deny it. I'm going to be like, I sent him. <laughs> so I got, yeah. That was my fun three three ideas. I think that's brilliant. Just to take him out of the, out of hell for a bit. You know, you yeah. know all the writing yeah. in the Batman that the Riddler does in those journals where it's like really tight and serial mm-hmm. killer writing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How did you go? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Good. Melissa. So, oh, side story. Can you see? Yeah. Uh-oh. Right. Like and like that. You know more. Right. For our so, podcast listeners, Missy's currently showing off her serial killer writing. <laughs> it's all scratched out. It's all redacted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all redacted. No. So one of the things I have to do at work is to the basically uh, balance the daily income. And part of that is looking up codes for guest rooms. And they're all letter codes. And so some days, you know, I don't have to do it all. And some days I have a whole bunch of them. And so I just keep a little notepad here and I write them all down because I have to. These are all guest rooms I have to adjust off to no shows. Anyway, so I do that and I scratch it out. And the next day I write some more down, scratch it out. Right. As I as I adjust them off. Liam came out and saw that notebook one day and he picks up and he looks at it really confused. And he looks at me dead face. Right. He's like, Mom, are you a serial killer? (laughs) (laughs) Always trust Liam. I look back at him like. Do you want to do it with me? <laughs> <laughs> now that's a that's good. That was a good response. Uh, Disney, don't tell the military. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Walt Disney said I could. <laughs> but yes, so I know exactly what those notebooks full of scratch stuff are. But I also don't like to leave my house. So unless someone's coming here, ain't no one getting dead. So. <laughs> that's true. You're a housebound serial killer. Yeah, it makes it really <laughs> difficult. Please come in. It also forces Please. me to be creative. It's, it's crazy how many Amazon drivers they've gone through recently. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, so many Walmart drivers, like, they just never make it to their next stop. I don't know what's going on. It's but. just working at Walmart, you know? I just got to quit. Yeah. Well, you know, Walmart doesn't even have their own delivery drivers. They actually have, like, a third party that they contact for every single delivery. So... They never miss them. <laughs> Missy, you got to stop. The products. <laughs> the products. They don't miss right. the products. They don't miss the products. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I have a, a cute little story to tell 
there was a, so I work at a call center and we confirmed the phone number that they call with. So I repeated his number and I was like, you know, is that a good number to call you back on in case the call gets disconnected? And this very sweet, very old Southern gentleman goes, well, now hold on here. Don't get me in trouble or nothing. I'm going to have to tell my wife I gave my phone number to a lady. (laughs) And I thought it was just so sweet. And I was like, no, 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 we're not. We, it's just I'm in case lady, the call gets disconnected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a lizard. It's fine. But then he, uh, I was like, okay, well, well, you know, what can I help you with? He goes, well, my niece is fixing to pop and I need to help her out. <laughs> and I was like, this is the best phone conversation ever. But it was just it was just so sweet, especially because you get so many people who are so rude to you on the phone. So it's like moments like that. You're like, you just get a nice one. And you're I, like, I'm going to savor that. I'm going to savor that. I'm going to savor that. for. So I'm telling everyone that story because it's just it's so funny. And actually, we told grandma that. And she was like, what does that mean? We're like, what do you mean? She's like, what is fixing to pop? What? And we're like, oh, like <laughs> she's planning on having a baby. He goes, not, well, why? not just planning. It's happening. Well, why why would he say fixing the pop? I've never heard that. <laughs> and mom's like, oh, it's like a it's like a southern thing. It's like a, like a old southern thing. She's like, but that's weird. Like, why would he say that? That's weird. And we're like, no, it's just like a southern saying. She's like, I have never heard that before. Like, really? <laughs> I thought that was so south longer than they did. I know. She never heard that. That's all right though. So today I know that that was a little bit of a chaotic start, but today I did kind of want Oh, no. Do you have something you need to say? I was jokingly going to interrupt and do a subject that I wanted to talk about, but and then oh, I felt like it was going to be rude, and now I'm actually interrupting <laughs> and doing a subject that I want to talk about. <laughs> what are we talking about, Mike? Um, but just something I thought was interesting is that Drummond has been watching The Simpsons, and he was watching, like, classic Simpsons, like, between episode or seasons three and eight and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Back when it was good. Yeah, but, and that's, that's the thing. I was watching some of them and I went, wow, this stuff is really funny sometimes. Like, it's just got such great pacing and writing and weird animation to match up with it. It's something that I, if you uh, have not seen on the podcast, I'd go back and watch a lot of those early seasons. The first one or two is kind of rough to get through, but some of the stuff after that can be really, really good and have this, this fun comic pacing. It's definitely slower comic pacing than a lot of what you might consider like modern comedy type stuff but it's got jokes in it and i think that a lot of times you don't have jokes in stuff it's just like look at this stupid thing here's a reference that's a big thing i was gonna say that is references Mm. it's always like that is the joke these days and i hate it i'm like don't like actually make a joke don't just reference something yeah and i I mean they do they do references of course but it's not like it's the seth MacFarlane style where it's like primarily references and weird things to happen and they they do a lot of things that that just so here's is an example there's one scene where bart is going to a bank and he's whispering to people like no the the bank's insolvent they don't have your money and so they start whispering down the bank teller line like the bank's insolvent and the last person goes the bank's insolvent they don't have your money apple banana pineapple or something It's just like a fun play on the telephone, but it's also a joke. It's like handcrafted jokes yeah. that aren't, they don't begin with a reference. They begin with, how can we tell a stupid joke? 
Yes. Yeah. And I love yeah. I love the fact that with their show, it's usually like the first five minutes of those early seasons that are just a series of crazy events happening that are funny. And then all of a sudden you stumble upon the plot of the show. And then the rest of the show is mm. about that thing. But it's hmm. just this long series of interconnected gags that somehow work together to make the plot go forward. It's, I just think it's just interesting to look at if you're looking for some classic comedy, I guess, because that's what, 25 years old at this point, those seasons may older. It's like on season 33 or 34. It's it's like I said, it's it's slower than normal comedy, but it's still it can have some really funny little giggles. That's all. That's all. There's 34 seasons. It has been airing yeah. since 1989. G. Lewis. That's a lot. Apparently been renewed until at least for right now until 2025. They keep going. Good yeah. for them. I did hear that Conan O'Brien is responsible for most of the jokes in there that are visual gags where like a toy will flip over and then all of a sudden it'll explode and catch fire. Or like anytime <laughs> the, he just wanted everything to explode and catch fire for no apparent reason. So in those early seasons, you'll see that a lot. I was never a big fan of The Simpsons. I th- and I think like, an- I think I've talked about this, but like animated shows like that, like Futurama and Family Guy and stuff. I was just never really a fan of those. I know that it's more like adult comics. Adult animation. Yeah. But they did air during like family time, like when you would all sit around. Like I remember the days, I know this is stupid, but I remember the days of like, oh, it's eight o'clock. We have to like all sit around because, you know, the new episode of whatever is coming on. So they always aired around like the same time. Everyone was always sitting down and like, let's watch stuff. I don't think mom and dad were ever religiously like, hey, let's watch The Simpsons. But we would always like if there was a if there was reruns and stuff, dad would watch them. And so I do remember. remember. remember watching the simpsons growing up not like canonically is that the word i'm looking for missy canonically yeah so okay i would say most of the time we watched as as young kids was sneaking episodes for a long time because we were not allowed to watch simpsons i don't think a lot of people remember how like controversial you know bart simpson was talking back and yeah like eat my short yeah i can't believe you would have somebody say something oh he's such a bad influence Yeah. yeah it started with dad would be at work and mom would be in the kitchen making dinner and we would be downstairs in the family room turning the volume down and watching the Simpsons. Oh, so you guys were the bad influence on me. Yeah, it I backfired because I didn't like the Simpsons. was the bad influence on you. That's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no. Oh, so you guys aren't going to hold yourselves accountable for yeah. how I turned out? Thanks a lot. I think for a long time we were not allowed to watch The Simpsons until mom heard on Christian radio, a program that was talking about how The Simpsons was actually one of the most religious shows on television because it showed that nuclear family and they would go to church Mm -hmm. and they would talk about God and a lot of other shows would never do that. And I think that she Mm -hmm. kind of was like, oh, wait a second. I've seen a couple of these episodes that are not as bad as people have said before. And they also have that sort of christian like element to it maybe i'll let them watch a couple and then it slowly got to where we would be able to start watching yeah dad kind of would walk in the room and see something and he would laugh and yeah oh well and also because you had the flanders who even though they were kind of the butt of most of the jokes they never gave up trying to witness to their neighbors and reaching out to the community and whatnot and so they were kind of put up on a pedestal as examples of even when everyone makes fun of you 
or tries to tear you down for what you believe like these are great role models you know so that was definitely lifted up as as something good to watch so i mean they had to have been doing something right if the show's been on for 34 seasons there's not many shows that do that i think the longest running is what Uh, like days of our lives or one of those soaps or something and sesame street and you know it's 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 not much gets to that level of prestige where at least there's people interested in it and i'm sure it's had its ups and downs but i do find it interesting that there was this sort of shift and i guess it was when the internet became more accessible but there is this shift of like families kind of sitting around listening to the radio and then tv came and families sat around watching the tv and now at least from what i've seen it's families kind of doing their own thing in different rooms with all of their own devices. And I just, I think that that's interesting because I remember the joy of like, I know we've talked about like binging shows and stuff, but I do remember the joy of like, okay, it's coming. The the new episode of Survivor is coming on at eight. Like we have to all sit down and yeah, the group watch it was, Mm -hmm. but it was like a family forced group watch. It's like, (laughs) well, mom and dad are going to watch this. So I'm going to be invested because it's the only thing I'll get to watch. And yeah, it's the only TV in the house. So if I want to watch TV, this is my app. Yeah. Well, I remember getting my, getting a laptop for Christmas or something. And I was like, I don't have to watch what they're watching and I think for like a month straight I just watched every movie that we owned in my bedroom I was like this is amazing I can watch whatever I want whenever I want this is great just because I was so excited to like have that sort of control that you don't realize you don't have until you're like wait I can just one well, now everyone's like oh, I'm gonna watch Netflix in my room or YouTube or whatever but I don't know I just think it's an interesting dynamic shift from everybody sitting around group watching to everyone kind of doing their own thing it does have definite social implications and i don't think we'll really understand the full extent of them you know i think there's positives and negatives about it that you could theorize for a very very long time but it's definitely shifted our culture away that we get to do what we individually want as opposed to you know a whole group has to come up with some sort of compromise for it 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 does push you away in in ways and it it gets rid of some bonding experiences that you might have otherwise so I'm, i'm really interested to see especially a generation now that is so full of choice what they will grow up to be how how their social bonding Hmm. skills will be when they're used to just being able to do whatever comes out well kind of going off of well i think missy said this off the podcast but liam having to sit around for hours normally if he was bored he'd be on his phone or playing video games or doing whatever and that's probably a huge like almost culture shock to him to not Mm -hmm. be able to do whatever he wants to do and having to be on their schedule not his own schedule i wonder if that has affected it too oh absolutely i i think for liam it's not so much being on someone else's schedule or doing not being able to do whatever he wants to do when he wants to do it because you know he's still a high school student right so he's used to that he's used to having to be on a high school schedule he's used to being told when he can and cannot do things it's not so much that as it is the not being able to self-entertain Mm. right the sitting there for hours waiting for your name to be called and you can't do anything you don't have your your fidgety and there's nothing you can do to appease that fidgetiness unless you literally start playing with your fingers right like there's nothing it's like a state of nothingness and the sheer boredom of that like would absolutely drive me insane i don't know what i would do 
I I would go crazy. You'd be like, can I go home now? Please and thank you. It'd be breaking. I know I have a very hard time dealing with boredom now. Like I'm so used to just grabbing my phone and starting scrolling news or watching a video or something. And like constantly have to remind myself that like it's okay to be bored. It's okay to not have to do what Mm -hmm. you want at all times. I I find that when you're rewarding yourself by nonstop, like for me, it's, I like playing video games. You know, it's, it's like my release. It's my, my way to do it. But when I play and I play and I play and I play, I get pretty depressed after a while because I've gotten everything I've wanted. And then I'm like, well, I'm bored of this thing that hell that I gets rid of my boredom. You know, I can't, I can't keep doing this. It's that, that transition period of, whenever you're bored of something that you use to appease your boredom it's like just straight depression you're like i don't know what to do with my life and it's a very interesting side effect of all the entertainment we have nowadays like you were saying with like everyone being around a tv it's a compromise like that's the only tv in the house so everyone wants to use it so we're going to use it at the same time together it's that bonding experience but now i have my computer i have my phone i have like the tv in the living room i can i've like so many things to entertain me and it's ridiculous i'll say on a personal note and i'll also shoehorn in playing tears of the kingdom here because <laughs> this is probably the last week i'll mention it i pretty much 100 percent of the game except for korok seeds for obvious reasons there's like a thousand of those no it's not clapworthy because it's, it's oh, like sorry. It's like, why why did i do that it's such a time waste, you know, and, you know, Aaron came up to me and she was like, all you do is play video games right now. I was like, it's because I'm bored. I don't know what to do. I'm depressed. Like, ugh, just play video games. And she's like, we can hang out. And I was like, yeah, but I don't like Aww. watching TV that you do. And I feel like in times past, you only had one option, right? So you bonded mm-hmm. together over something that might suck or you took time turns and being like, okay, you get to watch this show. Then I get to watch this show. We'll watch it together. But at least you're doing it together. So it made me kind of like stop and think, and I've been trying to be much, much more mindful and spend a lot more time with her and not just play games when I'm bored because of that exact reason. So that's the kind of personal relationships that can actually affect is, you know, even though we're both being entertained, it's not bonding experience. And you have to, you know, mm-hmm. think about how that affects even family relationships. You know, I, I know that this might be slightly off subject, but I really enjoy the fact that we do this podcast for that exact reason. So that it's a, a time uh, to come together as a family and just talk and be entertained with each other and be bonded without having to be, you know, like on our phones the whole time or, or playing a game or something exactly i mean it's getting more impersonal as we're talking about it but it's something where it's you have to put all of those side effects aside like i have nothing on my other screens i have my phone all the way across the room like i'm not touching it i have to focus on you focus on what you're saying and then re- respond accordingly which i think makes for great conversation and in a way it's like you i'm listening to you you're listening to me there's no distractions in between what did you say amy we're trauma bonding. That's what's happening. <laughs> Tommy's going to explode with anger at me one day. But I'm like 2,000 miles away. <laughs> oh, he'll he'll find a way. Find he'll a find way. you. Yeah. I'll finance that trip. Oh, no. Yay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, going back, Missy? No. No, I was just reinforcing the threat. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I completely agree. I think... 
you know, we all have such different busy lives and I don't think anyone's really going to listen to us ever. And that's okay because I really do enjoy making you guys laugh or doing the silly intros to like get you to be like, Amy, you're stupid or Amy, that was great. Like it's, it's fun to entertain you guys and to actually have conversations. And yeah, they're more based off of the creative writing process and media in general, but it is really nice to get to hang out and feel like you're having a conversation with people, especially in this day and age. Like, I don't want to make friends. I don't want to make friends. <laughs> it's a lot of work. and It's just boring. But I'm like, you guys are like my built-in friends. And it feels like... <laughs> And you're stuck with me. You can't say no. You're stuck with me. You can't say no. You got to listen to what I'm saying, even if it's stupid. And on a serious note, though, I, I really do getting to hang out with you guys and talk with you and, you know, see what's up and, and laugh at all of our dumbness. And I think that, you know, the whole reason why you wanted to create one to n was so that we could be creative together. But I think it's also just a good way for us to be together, yeah, you know, just hang out, hang out when we're all so far apart. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be awkward when this title is something about Disney wanting. <laughs> it's know, it's it? okay. Walt Disney himself gave me permission. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and what is Disney if not a company that helps bring families together? Uh-oh. I think it's just a company that wants money. She's really trying to get They money. help bring families together by... Stripping them of their money yeah. so they have no money to go do things individually and are forced to do things together. Disney's really good yeah. at purchasing other media properties, like the 1L2N podcast, now sponsored directly by Disney. <laughs> Daddy Disney? Actually, not sponsored. Oh. I guess we're... Directly by Walt yeah. Disney. Himself. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Walt from yeah. Beyond the Grave. Isn't there like a rumor that he's actually cryogenically, cryogenically frozen? frozen? Do I, we believe that? What are your thoughts? I want to say his head is, but it's unrecoverable. It's been frozen. I think too. so. Like damaged in the process. Well, all right. So I'll talk about trees for a second. You when during <laughs> yeah, when you're growing. <laughs> what a transition. Yeah, when you're growing seedlings <laughs> and then you have to pack them before the winter, they need to like basically harden off and become cold hardy and once they do that you pack them and you put them in the freezer the freezer where they can biologically then be stored and then they can stop their metabolic process you can only really do that for some species for a season uh, other species you might be able to do a couple years if you're really lucky keep them in the freezer non-stop but eventually they're just not going to come back from that you know frozen state they won't reactivate so even though they're frozen, there's still small processes that go on inside of it. And I think that would be with Walt Disney is he's, he's at the point where it's not metabolically possible to bring him back from the froze. Here's but my next what? game theory. And I think Amy and I are going to be on the same track. They kept waking him up. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Yep. Madagascar, baby. The Madagascar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. I don't remember that scene. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't. It's, no. it's a it's a callback. Two weeks ago, it was a callback to several weeks ago. It was a callback to another podcast. Two... Yeah, not mind. Okay. I said the weeks. I'm sorry, Amy. <laughs> no! Yeah, I feel like whenever I'm recording or whenever I'm editing, you're always like, "Yeah." So yesterday, an article came out about this, and I'm like, "Michael." Every time, but the time stamping our podcast, I, it's I don't fine. think it's it whatever that much. I did listen to a two part 
Behind the Bastards episode about Jack Welsh, the CEO of GE from the late 70s oh, to the very early 2000s. Capitalism, guys. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go into a new story and you were just like... So speaking of that. not dating things, happy Juneteenth, everyone. Yeah. Yo, Juneteenth is tomorrow awesome. in my time zone. That is almost eight <laughs> hours away. It's actually a little bit under eight hours away. It is about seven it's hours. Less than five hours away for us. 49 minutes away. <laughs> we record this podcast on. <laughs> my, my family hates me. My family hates me so much. Oh, Amy, you're going to be chuckling to this. and you would be like, ha, 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 ha. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger, no, Amy. She's mm-hmm. going to be selecting tracks, me. dragging, and being like, delete. <laughs> delete that <laughs> part. Here, do you want me to give you some samples for the next Christmas montage? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now you'll Listen, be laughing. Listen, I actually already got enough to do a montage right now. Although there's a lot of Liam, so now with Liam gone. Yeah, why don't, I mean, next Sunday... Next Sunday, which is going to be six twenty-five, okay, we we should do a halfway to Christmas special where you just I hate to do the montage. Break it to you, Mike. You'll be the only one doing that special. No, I mean we can do it. We can do a podcast with you here. With like we did with Bendon. Actually, I might not be there talking about it because i'm doing my destructive measurements and i have no idea how long that's going to take great so, so no podcast next week perfectly <laughs> so listeners no a week after next week then this podcast won't be released six days after juneteenth amy is going to release this podcast on june 23rd 2023 and she's going to release it in the mornings at i actually Eastern. won't though I won't. Not It'll this one. Probably be on the seventh. You heard it here. July. Amy is getting fired. Why am I fired? I'm the one that edits. Amy you guys edit. Is fired. I gotta. I gotta edit our video game podcast. Okay. Woo! Oh yeah. Do you guys want to yeah. talk about that real quick? Plugging in. You guys did a video game podcast. Yes, Tommy and I are starting a video game podcast called "I Made You Play." And it is the idea behind it, which we go into on the podcast, is that there are a lot of games that I really think Tommy might enjoy from a game design perspective. And I basically say, I need you to play this game. And Tommy does the same thing. He'll be like, no, 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 I've played this thousands of games that you haven't. And I think that you'd really enjoy this one. So we both play the game and then we both talk about it. So it's really wholesome as opposed to what I initially thought of, which was I made you play something that I knew you would hate or would be terrible at. <laughs> well, you know, it's definitely more wholesome, I think. And we kind of talked about it and Tommy yeah. can go into this if he wants, but it's it's more of the idea that we, we want to praise video game design and things that are really good about it and things we enjoy. But we understand that he might hate something that I've made him play and it's okay. I still right. made him play it because I was passionate about it. It's just trying to figure out why the other person likes it, maybe. Well, we're both extremely passionate about video games. It's just something that I think I always will be. It's what I grew up around, and I I love them. So we want to share. <laughs> we want to share that with each other and look at them as objectively as we can, and still, like Mike said, praise them because I feel like in the world of media, it's really easy to just hate. It's much harder to look at something and love it. And I think 
that is something that we can bring to the table. We love a lot of video games, so why not share that love and describe which ways we love it? Yeah, it'll most likely be a video podcast as well. We already recorded video. I just need to capture video footage for the game. I just don't want to play the game because I'm going to get addicted and my wife's going to divorce me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll play the game. She's going to have to divorce you twice, though. That's how that works. Yeah, got married twice. You got a good divorce twice. (laughs) Three times. Don't worry. (laughs) <laughs> we get married again before the, the second divorce <laughs> <laughs> to really lock it in yeah. but yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be fun uh, i made you play it will be out in about six months probably <laughs> Sounds about right. it also probably. will not be like a weekly thing because obviously nope we want to do we want to do a little bit more like personal journalistic style where we ask each other questions and we go more of a deep dive as opposed to a playing it for 40 hours and being like here's my ign 10 out of 10 yeah, no. It's not a binge play. It's, it's not, not like a playthrough or let's play type thing. It's just like it's more enjoying analysis. It. Analysis, yeah. yeah. And it's or at least the idea that we both had was the host should be the one who made the other person play. So I made Mike play. So I'm the host and I'm asking him the questions because I want to understand how he feels. And then Mike's going to shoot a game back to me. Then he'll be the host asking me the questions. But, you know, that's what I was saying, Amy, is basically I have to edit now. Okay. So you're not the only one. I just haven't done any of it yet. I, we're on episode, currently episode 72 just came out, so we're getting hey, up there. All things considered, your track record in Maryland has been much better than your track record in, uh, sorry. Oh, reverse that. Your track record in NC has been much better than in Maryland. Yeah. I, yeah. Editing. Here, here's here's a fun goal. We may, or we'll not do this podcast for forever, but I would like to get 100 episodes out. Decent, chunky, oh, meaty. Easy peasy. Yeah. Easy peasy. So y- y'all are yeah. stuck. After 100, Another. the quality is just going to drop, but. It might get better. 100. Might get better. <laughs> after 100, Tommy's going to get really bored of it and he's gonna be like i have better things i have to yeah and all of a sudden it's just going to turn into the most beautiful face podcast (laughs) i see (laughs) all right well it's about to get better now i'm leaving i actually think we're all gonna leave i think that was a good podcast just a chill hangout podcast i don't like any of you that was a beautiful yawn mike <laughs> the glory stretch. I hear how the light was shining straight on your face. So I know. All I could perfect. all I could hear was oh, while he was you right. Uh, well, this thank is an you. Audio experience. So much for joining us today. We really appreciate you guys listening in. And I don't know. Do you like Mad Libs? Did you watch The Simpsons? Are you going to watch You Made It Play? Those are the things I remember from this podcast. Poop and banana. What are your thoughts about what media technology has done to the sociodynamics of the nuclear family? And what did Walt Disney give you permission to do? We'd love to hear from you. We're on 1L2N Productions on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. And if you'd like to support us or help us hide those bodies, you can support us over on Patreon. Thank you. And our last word of the day is gonna go to... That is... What is that? That's four? Missy, take it away. So it's not a gag. Liam really is in army basic training. And he could definitely use some encouragement and support. So if you would like to write a letter, please reach out to us on one of the media platforms that Amy has previously mentioned. And get in touch with us. And we're happy to pass your letter along. Thank you. (laughs) 